0: I'm Bay. And you're listening to Bay Baltimore. A weekly pop culture and society podcast recorded in a quiet neighborhood in Baltimore. This episode I'm going to talk about Jupiter's legacy because that thing was fascinating. Um Yeah. I can't wait. But first, I do want to mention that I also watched The Underground Railroad, Amazon's um, latest offering. And I got to be honest with you, I know there's a lot of critique out there. Um, It doesn't feel like them to me. Certainly, I talked about them and I basically panned it. I was so frustrated I didn't even get through the whole series because I was so frustrated about the victimhood of, like, how my frustration, which is echoed by a lot of other people smarter than me who can articulate it better. But my frustration with them stemmed from, it, it felt like it was, it found glee in the suffering of the black subjects. And then also it found glee in how they turned around and fought back. But like, none of it was satisfying to me as a black woman viewer, none of it. And I I only regret that those beautiful actors had any part of it because I'm quite sure they signed on to it, expecting it to be different or maybe in the table readings, it came across differently. Maybe they felt that, that through their acting, the acting would convey something different, but all I saw, was gratuitous violence and pain and suffering. I'll admit I'm an emotional person these days. My hormones are all over the place, but I don't think that that should should negate anything that, like those circumstances have nothing to do with the fact that it was gratuitous and it didn't seem purposeful. It just seemed like, hey, we can do this, so let's do it. Just because you can doesn't mean you shouldn't. And that's that's the oldest adage ever. Just because you can don't mean you should, and they shouldn't have. Also them, like I get it. We use, we toss that term around that, like them over there, how they look at, how look at them, look at them over there. But like too close to us, in my opinion, because us was, us felt like first person a little bit. This is how they do us, right? Them seemed very much like that's how y'all do them. That's how y'all do them. So clearly I wasn't a part of the gays. Wasn't for me. That's another, that's another critique, that it wasn't for me. It wasn't, and not me, I'm saying black folks. It wasn't for the diaspora. It wasn't for black Americans. It wasn't for anybody in the diaspora who, who truly wanted to get a sense of the horrors of living in America in the 50s and 60s for a black person, even after i was still very in the, much in the thick of Jim Crow. They weren't in the Jim Crow South, but it didn't matter. It's not even, right, so what I was saying was it's not even a good tester, or at least it's not a, even a good window into that life, even though it's fiction. It's not even a good window into that life for someone who's a part of the diaspora but doesn't know anything about what it was like to be black American in the 60s, 50s and 60s. And so anyway, so, yeah. and Amazon put that out. Amazon puts a lot of stuff out. Amazon it does, a really, does a really wild job of putting out a ton of content that is specifically uh, white-presenting actors with like one or two brown faces in there, ambiguously brown or straight brown, um, part of the Asian diaspora, the African diaspora, the Latinx diaspora, like it, it, there's like one. You can't have too many. There's a quota. There's like a, uh, there's a certain magic formula. You can't do too much. So they love flooding their platform with those type of programming. And then they'll have very specific cultural, and I don't even know the name of it, but like cultural programming. Like, So for instance, for Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. They put it, they, they trotted out, they had a whole category and they trotted out all of the, the product that they had on their roster that included, uh, Asian, Asian Pacific and, um, Asian heritage folk, right? The problem, (laughs) the problem was like, if it, it, they did, and to their, to their credit, they did have total ensemble cast that were nothing but Asian diaspora folks, Right? And they uh, they also include, which I think it's just my ignorance as an American. I never included, I never included South Asian folks as part of the Asian diaspora. But like South Asian, like I just just I just need to l- learn more and just let it go and then embrace the the category. I, but I'm also hearing that cer- certain uh, island Pacific Islanders don't want to be included in that category because their heritage isn't Asian at all. I, I and I that's I not an argument. I'm just retaining information. But my point is so in this category they had this one they had um, actors from India, well comedians from India. There's this whole show was about a whole bunch of comedians who we're trying not to laugh at the antics that they got up to, and it's hilarious. It's really funny, because the funniest thing to me in the world is somebody knowing something is funny and them trying not to laugh, because you can see that they're fighting hard not to laugh, yet they can't get, they can't get the job done. That's the funniest thing to me, and so it's, um, it's lol. shoot, what's the name of it? Oh, when I come back in the break, I'll tell you about it, but... Um, it's like low something. Just Google low, or, or when you go on Amazon, Google low. It's funny, and put on the subtitles because it's in um, uh, farce. No, what's the language? Ooh, shucks I forgot the the. It's the main language of India um, that they're speaking in, um, and they sometimes switch. You know, you know how you do. You know how you do when you speak multiple languages, and English is one of them. You sometimes you sometimes use English. It's yeah, use English. I said English. You sometimes use, like, I, I, and I don't even know if this is common, because I don't even know if one of the approved languages of India, or not approved, recognized Indian, uh, languages of India is English. I don't even know that. But um, they certainly sometimes spoke in English, but then, like, swiftly slid right back into their native language. And I just turned on the subtitles and kept it moving. Because um, one of these days, is it Farsi? I don't think it's Farsi. I don't think it's Farsi. It's another line. Um, Anyway. Um, but anyway, so just turn on the subtitles. It's hilarious. Some of the people aren't very funny, but some of them are just stupid. And I think the person that won should have won, um, because they did the most. Like when you look up the term the most, they did it. Now there, there's some there's some slightly problem, problematic, or I don't know. You watch it and you see one of the episodes included a skit that, because as part of the show, they have to do skits. It's at random they're chosen to do skits, um, and I'm so frustrated right now because there's a street cleaner that's just sitting up under my apart- the, the window to to our apartment, it, literally just sitting there. You're not picking up that much trash. You're not. You're literally just sitting up under the window as if all of the garbage from this building and the next was just poured on the street. And it's so frustrating because it happens every morning, every morning. And I don't even know if you can hear this. It's probably just me tripping anyway. But um, yeah, so anyway, the show is funny. It's it's supremely funny to me, but I think there are some problematic points in it that I, that I didn't care for. But um, overall, it's super funny. Anyway, in that category, you had that show. Then you had um, a lot of other shows from Bollywood and um, shows out of Asia, or um, like China, and mo- a lot of Korean films. A lot of Korean films that are on there. But then you had like the weirdest thing, where there were American films, clearly Hollywood films, that had like one one Asian Pacific Islander or um, South Asian character. And they put it in that category. And I thought that was the stupidest thing ever. Because like, yeah, there's an Asian lead. There's an there's a Asian or Pacific Islander or an, a South Asian lead. But like, I want more representation than that. But see, that's what Hollywood do. And that's, and that's exactly what. To fill up for their lack, Amazon just put a bunch of stuff in that category that I don't believe should have belonged. Um, yeah, because yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, that's how Amazon do. So it, it stands to reason that they would, they would green light such a, such a series as them as, as well. And I don't even know if it was well-intentioned. Maybe it was well-intentioned. Maybe, maybe, you know, the intent was just to be like, we're going to show, we going to show some folks who had gotten this, this family who had a hard way to go. We're going to show them how they trying to get their get back and all of that stuff. But like none of it. Oh, just none of it or, or how y'all try to treat how y'all treat them. And I'm like, oh, none of this just it just fell flat for me. So anyway. Um, but g- going back to the to to Amazon's category of uh, Asian Pacific Islander and. Um, uh, South Asian heritage month um there is a there are some really great films like I said there's a there's a Korean American film in there yeah there's a Korean American film in there that's based that's set in the uh the riots the Rodney King riots um which I think is very interesting um Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there, actually. There's a couple of films out of Bollywood that I've got on my save to watch list because they just seem pretty cool. But nevertheless, it's like for every few things, few gems that you find on Amazon, sometimes you hit freaking rock bottom and you get like the dregs. And so I was a little bit dubious when I saw the uh, announcement for the Underground Railroad because I'm like, oh, boy, here you go. Here you go, writing something, producing something, putting something out for somebody that ain't me. I watched it, though, because the trailer seemed promising. And Barry Jenkins produced it. He's the director. Like, Barry Jenkins, Moonlight. 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 That's, that's all I got to say for real. Moonlight. Like, I don't know what, to, like, I don't know what else you want from me. Um, Barry Jenkins is something else. Like, I trust his vision. I trust, so far, like, I haven't, I don't have a reason not to trust him. I, I don't have a reason not to trust. Like, is he going to get everything right? No. But I don't have a reason not to trust his vision. Not to trust our stories. Black American, Black diaspora. I don't, I don't have a reason not to trust his I don't, I don't have a reason not to trust him with our stories. So, so anyway, so I watched it and y'all, I have a lot to say about that. So next week I'm going to talk about it. Um, Boy, do I have a lot to say about that. Um, I am still emotionally full from it. And I binged that episode over the weekend after I finished, well, I've been finished uh, uh, Jupiter's Legacy, but I binged that show. And baby, I am still full from it, still. And this is days after I binged it, I'm still full. So, um, not to mention the musical score is just something of a work of art. I have downloaded some very specific, downloaded, I sound so old. I, (laughs) I went on Spotify and saved very specific, Songs from the soundtrack. There's oh, there's two things, and I'll talk about this. I'll talk about this when I review it. But just as a little preview, there is uh, a mixtape, a uh, Underground Railroad mixtape, which you should download or uh, you should listen to. You should save on your Spotify. And there's the score. Or, no, it's not the score. It's the soundtrack, which is different. Score is different than the soundtrack. Soundtrack um, includes a lot of the of the themed music throughout the series and baby Barry Jenkins, Barry Jenkins and his eye plus that music of the, of the composer whose name I cannot remember at the moment, but when I review the the thing, I'll talk to you all about it. It was emotionally stirring to me. Was it perfect? No, it was imperfect, but the whole thing, oh my goodness. Woo wee. Anyway, so I'll talk about that later. But like for today, I'm talking about Jupiter's landing. Jupiter's landing. Jupiter's, Jupiter's legacy. Which I'm glad I watched it because at first I wasn't going to watch it because I didn't think that there was a, a black woman lead in it. But there actually is, even though it's focusing on this particular family and the dynamics or the dysfunction within the family, which sometimes was a little overwhelming for me. And I'll get to that. But there was a black... There were two there's a black woman superhero and and her father and there's a dynamic there. And the origin story of all of them, I think is fantastic, which is another reason why I'm glad I watched the dynamics. There's a, there's a heel. There's a, Ooh, there's a heel turn. Somebody has a heel turn and you don't see it coming. Um, somebody that you, Oh, I'm giving away too much. Somebody has a heel turn and you don't see it coming. Um, and, Yeah, so I'll talk about that. I will talk about overall the fundamental theme, which is different than... This this series goes deeper and turns differently than Marvel ever could... The DC Universe or Marvel could ever imagine or ever dare. Like, DC wishes it would go this dystopian, but it doesn't quite hit it. Like, Watchmen is super dystopian, right? But like... Who takes, I will say this, who questions, who has your hero who got it? Who, who this, this series asks, so how long do you consider a hero a hero and how long can the hero hold on? And what good is being super good in a world that isn't and how much pressure will you, how long could you withstand pressure as the culture switches to continue to holding on to your ideals from when you first got turned on to being a superhero? Like when you first got turned on to being a do-gooder, like how long can you hold on to those ideals? How long is there a time limit? Is there a certain amount of pressure and can, and, and what amount of pressure would it take for you to let all of that go? And in the process, could you imagine that in doing good, that sometimes you could turn into not such a good person, depending on who you're talking to? Like, it's a whole bunch of different questions that I don't think, like, DC tries to get there. DC tries to go dystopian and tries to get there in a different, like, a lot of gritty different ways. Marvel tries to go there in a very specific way, but it's all, it's all super, it's all super patriotic and, and like even a heel turn is laced with patriotism. Do you know what I mean? Like the undertone is patriotism and I'll go into that and I'm going to, before warning, I understand in a passing way, the difference between DC and Marvel. Could I name all the different comics that are a part of both of those universes? No. Can I uh, name some of the big ones? Yeah. Am I going to confuse some of them? While I'm talking about Jupiter's legacy, yes. Can you please be gentle with me? Please. And thank you. Um, Because I'm going to get it wrong. I know I am because I'm not like hubby already hubby really tried his best to help me understand the difference. And I was, I was listening. I didn't process all of it though. So like, I'm going to just talk about it in the way that makes sense, but full disclosure and asking for grace. Now I'm going to mess up something. I just know it. So anyway, just be gentle with me. But anyway, I'm, in the next segment, I'm going to talk about the particulars in the way that I can, best way that I can, and then I'm going to just get down to it regarding Jupiter's legacy, why I'm so glad I watched this thing, what I wish they could have kept, um, and what I think about the future of the series. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The The next. Thank you. The Let's go. The best, mm. The best, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The best